RSM Teen Podcast is a podcast to engage and encourage teenagers in their walk with the Lord. We desire you to crave God's Word and embark on a journey of making it a daily priority in your life. Now, meet your guest of the day. Hey everyone, it's Holly and it is Tuesday and I hope that you guys are having a great day so far. Um, If you haven't, go ahead and check out yesterday's episode. Um, But today we're talking about friendship breakups. I mean, has anybody ever had a friendship breakup? Anybody go through a little drama and nasty comments and name slandering and the friendship just kind of like blows up in your face? Maybe you've said some things you shouldn't have. Maybe they did you wrong and you even felt validated enough to say these things. And the end result was just losing a great friend. This is something that happens all the time to teenagers and honestly to adults too. Just because you grow up does not mean that you'll never have drama. Adults can be that way too. So today we're going to be talking about dealing with those situations and what the Bible says about handling a friendship breakup. We all know what we should do if we have offended somebody, and that is to go to that person, humble ourselves, and apologize, right? Try to make things right with them. But what do we do when someone has hurt us and offended us? How do we deal with that? Are we justified in the way that we act? Are we justified in just ending the friendship because they hurt us so bad? Everybody has cut people out of their lives at some point, right? I mean, just totally kicked them to the curb because they hurt them and broke their trust maybe, said some things they shouldn't have. Well, let's look at the one person that had the biggest betrayal ever on earth. We all know the story of Peter denying Christ. And you have to think, like, this is Jesus's best friend, one of the twelve. There's millions of people out there and Jesus chooses you. You would think he would never have his back turned on him, especially after all the miracles that they've seen him perform and all the love that he has shown to people. But in all reality, we know that people can hurt people, even the most perfect person, and that doesn't deserve it. So we see that Peter denies Christ three times. For the sake of time, I won't go into the passage. So he denies him three times, which in return, Jesus dies. And of course, that's all according to God's plan, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that Peter did deny Christ, completely turned his back on him. So fast forward into our daily life and our current culture today, We have our cliques, right? We have our besties, our bros. You think there's nothing that's going to break you up. There's nothing that's going to come between you. Nothing, nobody, this friendship will never end. But we also know that when you're with another human being for more than a minute, we know that they aren't perfect. And trust me, the closest people to you will probably hurt you the worst in your life. And this is what Jesus was experiencing with Peter. I mean, imagine one of your best friends riding you out when your life depended on it, literally in Jesus's case. I don't want to necessarily focus on the hurt of the situation, even though that's a big deal, but I would rather want to focus on the response. So let's look at how Jesus responded to Peter. So Peter denies him three times, ultimate betrayal, right? 
Okay, we also know that after Jesus died and rose again, he appeared multiple times to the disciples um, after his resurrection. And one of the times was with Peter. And he asked him three times, do you love me? Now, let's think about this. Jesus literally had died for the entire world. He just did that. If he came to do that, it would be good enough. And it is good enough, but it would be good enough for him. You would think that Jesus would feel satisfied to just die on the cross and then ascend into heaven. He would think that that would be his most important job. But it struck me when I was reading the passage in John that even though Jesus had just done something so important, his work was not done. He was not satisfied. He knew his relationship with Peter was not right. And so he could not carry on without getting things right with Peter. That is just wild to me. And so Jesus asked Peter three times, do you love me? And every time that Peter responded, yes, of course, Lord, I love you. He follows it up with feed my sheep. Jesus is telling him that he still loves him and that he can still do the work that God has called him to do, despite how much he hurt him. This is a true picture of forgiveness. You know, when a friend betrays you, I mean, really hurts you, is your first response to yell at them, write a nasty text, tell everybody about what they did, and end the friendship once and for all? No second chances. You hurt me, so I'm cutting you off for good. I mean, I'm sure it is if you are living in the flesh and are a normal human being. But if we're going to live a life after Christ, our correct response would be forgiveness, grace, restoration. Because I will tell you, one day you're going to be the one that is going to hope and pray that your friend will give you the grace and forgiveness when you mess up. Think about this. People who care more about being right than ending right prove just how wrong they were all along. Do you care more about being right and feeling validated than ending right with that person? Would you rather be able to tell them off than to fix the relationship and continue life with them? I'm just saying that if you've been hurt by somebody, it's not going to be the last time. There'll be many more, a lot more, and it'll never stop until we reach heaven. So why not now practice forgiving and giving grace to those who hurt us? Let's be more concerned about ending right than being right. I promise you, if you act the same way that Jesus acted towards Peter and you give that same response, the problem will be gone and that friendship will be stronger than ever. It's been a great couple minutes talking with you and I hope that it was an encouragement. Tomorrow we're diving into a completely different topic, so I hope that you'll come back and try to get something from God's word. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please leave us a rating and review. Our goal is not to replace your personal devotion time with the Lord, but to give you the option to tune in through the week and get a boost from the Lord throughout your day. Do life big, and remember, there is no greater joy than walking daily with the Lord.